Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Seventh Man Podcast. I'm Will Beverina. I am the chief editor of Dimer2k.com. And I'm Len, senior analyst of Dimer2k.com. I am Josiah Cohen, scout and analyst and digital content person for Warriors Gaming Squad and editor Dimer2k.com. Josiah, we are joined by a very special guest today in Josiah Cohen, who has <laughs> descended from his NBA 2K League perch to hang out with us little people and grace us with his presence on this podcast. Thank you so much, Josiah, for joining us. It's truly an honor. It's a pleasure to be here with you, with with all y'all, as they say. Um, no, I... I wouldn't miss this podcast for the world um and you know there's there's no separation we are back for episode 28 it's gonna be an interesting one you can check out our previous episodes on our youtube itunes podbean and spotify as always we want to thank anyone listening to us for all the support it is always appreciated today we have a very very special episode if you will remember way back when before the season started, Josiah, Len, and I wrote a gigantic, mega season preview for Season 2 of the NBA 2K League. 20,000 words of analysis and predictions. Just tons of content. We decided, folks, that we are going to take a nice look back at this very preview and see everything we got right, and probably most interesting to you, the listener, everything we got wrong. So in front of me, I have the entire preview. I've copy and pasted it into a Google Doc, double-spaced. It comes out to 69 pages, by the way. 69 pages of free content. Free content that we are now going to put through the grinder. Hashtag Who else in the community? Shout out, Who else in shout the community? Out friend of the pod, Harris Rubenstein. Who else in the community would do this for you, friend listener? Um, honestly, I'm I'm kind of impressed with our own work here. Anyway, I came up with the idea for this a couple of months ago, so I told Josiah and Len, do not look at the preview between now and when we do this prod when we do this podcast. I, however, have gone ahead and highlighted. All the stuff I thought was noteworthy, the things we got right and things we got wrong. And we will go down this entire preview. And basically, as I read all this out, Josiah and Len are going to react in real time oh boy. to our own predictions. Um, it's it's going to be great. Uh, if you want to follow along and read the preview, hopefully I've remembered to link it in the podcast description and in the tweet. Um, if not, just go to dimer2k.com and search Mega Preview. It should come up as the, as the first result. Uh, you can also check it to make sure that we are not capping on the timeline, as the kids would say. Um, I'm not altering anything here. This is all going to be straight from the preview from almost five months ago. Fellas, are you ready for this? I think probably I'm the most nervous because I am known as the uh, master predictor. But uh, yeah, so this is a, this is a time where you might be able to catch me off guard a little bit. But I'm ready. Let's do it. I'm I'm pretty nervous. I, 
I expect to get, I expect to get absolutely skewered because Will has no regard for human life. Um, I I I didn't leave anything out. I did not leave anything also, out. Also, he's looking at my draft grades too. So yes, the draft grades were included. So we're we're gonna look at a couple of those because uh, I have some questions for Mr. Cohen here. I still haven't figured let's... out the second team. <laughs> the Kings. The Kings. The Kings. We'll the see. Kings we'll see. Let's get into it. We already talked about Let's get into it. I'm nervous. We started off this entire thing with a meta analysis, basically trying to predict the kind of meta we were going to see in Season 2. Um, started off by saying, don't expect too much similar to what we saw in Season 1, which kind of panned out. Um, so we, we I, I kind of wrote this. I wrote the meta analysis. I kind of wrote it taking into account everything we saw in 2K19 Pro-Am and also taking into account the, the various things that we heard from league players as scrimmages were happening in the preseason. Um, so with that, I wrote, the league obviously doesn't want low-scoring slugfests. We saw this with the numbers guards were putting up in this year's combine. Averaging 30 points and 10 assists alone, wasn't nearly enough to get you a spot in the draft pool. Shooting was easier than even in the retail version of 2K19. Sources tell Dimer that this is held true during preseason scrimmages. You are going to see much higher scoring games in the league than you have in Pro-Am this year. Um, obviously, that did not work out that way. We, we saw plenty of these low-scoring games team scoring 40 points, team scoring 50 points. Um, I believe the highest team was something like 66 points per game. Um, so, yeah, that didn't quite work out that way. We're starting off strong here. Uh, to our, In my defense, though, I will say that there were some players on Twitter saying that the scrimmage build was different from the stage build for whatever reason. So, uh, I think, I yeah, know. the first couple of weeks, I think it was, I think they ended up adjusting it, uh, and fixing that, but yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and, you know, considering the problems we saw just in the finals a couple of weeks ago, I, you know, may, maybe there was something there. Um, anyway, also wrote, expect a healthy dose of pick and roll, which is yep. definitely the prevailing system we saw. Um, was that a healthy dose? Also, I think that was like an overload of pick and roll. That's, it, it was, that's all we saw. Whether it was healthy or not is, is up to your discretion. <laughs> but uh, um, wrote that uh, centers seem to have settled on glass cleaner and sharpshooting rebound archetypes. Damn. Um, Nailed that one. Yeah, that, that was definitely the... Uh, it was mostly glass cleaners. Um, obviously, the winning team, T-Bulls Gaming, used sharpshooting rebounder. Um you're also going to see every team running at least one lockdown defender with one team even running two locks during scrimmages. That, of course, was Raptors uprising GC. They got away from that after uh, after the tip-off. But um, we also said power forwards have primarily run the slashing stretch four, which we saw a lot of different things. We saw a lot of that the, early, uh, but by the end, a lot of, a lot of sharp um, rim protectors. Rim, yeah. Or rebounders. Yeah. But not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Um, this is an interesting one. No five out has been reported during scrimmages, but the season is young. Uh, 
and obviously behold, by the, the season end was young the, the season was young um t wolves gaming running plenty of five out uh during the playoffs and in the finals especially um next though so what does all this mean you can expect a guard dominant league build with players shooting at much higher clips than in season one that doesn't mean other positions won't be able to score but the safe money is on point guards to be scoring most of the points which um uh, yeah five point guards for mvp says that yes yeah. five yeah. five point guard mvp finalist ballot um i think uh seals that one so that was meta analysis hit on some things didn't hit on other ones uh but let's get into the team by team preview where there's plenty of spicy stuff we're just gonna go down the list here starting with 76ers gaming a very interesting one the first thing i wanted to point out josiah you gave the 76ers a b plus for their draft um they got breadwinner at 19th overall care to explain that grade i think that's a pretty solid grade um you really don't think they don't get an a no, okay, well, I have to explain my system, and I also just realized which team I whiffed on because it's going to be only one of one of only three teams I gave an A-range grade to. Yeah, no, for me, for me, A-range grades, you had, to, you had to have more than two picks. Um, and, you know, the, the 76ers, they only really used one of their picks during the regular season. You know, Cassius was a very good sixth six player, um, but they really only needed one thing out of that draft. They definitely got it with Breadwinner, 100%. But just in terms of quantity of draft picks, um, you know, they didn't match up to the Mavs and the Warriors who totally turned their teams around with what they did in the draft. I'm a harsh okay. grader. I'm a harsh grader. I don't, I, I don't, I, I don't know about that system. It, it would probably move up to an A-, minus. probably move up to an A-. minus. Wow. But I wouldn't give it. I wouldn't give it a, a full A just because of the quantity. Like, it it was it was it was the perfect pick. It was the perfect pick. But I'm looking at the overall scheme of the draft. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get that. Uh, I mean, I, but I mean, to to play devil's advocate, devil's advocate a little bit. They like they they were only allowed to select two, you know, because they already brought back four starters. But I do get what you're saying. Like, it is hard to say, oh, they got an A-plus or A-grade, and it's just one player that they brought in um, in comparison to, like, the Warriors who who basically blew up everything from last year and, and redrafted. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's pretty fair. I think – and I, I think you wouldn't mind bumping it up to an A if, if – I'd bump it up to head. an A-minus. I'd bump it up to an A-minus without a gun to my head even. <laughs> But I think in terms of the consistent, I think in terms of the consistency of the scale, it's pretty solid. Okay, they're gonna be. Wow. You're gonna have what more to grill me on? I because I, <laughs> I remembered one other team. I remember the third team I gave an A range grade to, and boy, is that one looking bad right now. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get, get to there. that one. We'll I didn't spoil it. I didn't spoil it. Um, seventy sixers. I wrote this preview. Uh, easy, I said easy preview. Will, Will took the easy preview for himself. You know, that's what I do. I wrote, the new league build in meta will probably work in the 76ers' favor more than the Season 1 build. Um, one thing I did point out, I think I missed on a bit. I said, another overlooked aspect may be the importance of a secondary ball handler 
which could very well translate from the Pro-Am meta to the League meta. If that's true, it's vital to remember that while ZDS is one of the League's great sharpshooters, he also qualified and was drafted as a point guard in Season 1. Um, I don't think that actually... No, uh, that wasn't a thing. That wasn't a yeah, thing. Yeah. I, it, I it agree really... with the point. I agree with the point, but it wasn't a thing. Yeah, it didn't actually come into practice. Um, they, they just kind of... They just ran with Radiant all the time. Um, and so, I'd, real going out on a limb here by me, it's going to be a good season for the 76ers. Oh, Expect them to be heavily in the conversation for a championship again in Season 2. Something catastrophic would have to happen for this not to be the case. Yeah. yeah. Well. Um, Gave them an ex. We did uh, expected floor and expected ceiling of each team. Uh, our floor was championship contender, ceiling champion, of course. Yeah, that was an easy. We one. also wrote, we also wrote a. This team will win a championship if, dot dot dot, uh, for the 76ers, it was radiant plays at or above the level he did in season one. Um, which you know. He was MVP finals caliber in the regular season and in the playoffs, and then um, didn't play up to his normal standard in the finals, which is a big reason why they lost. So there you go. Uh, Let's move on to Blazer 5 gaming. Josiah, you gave the Blazer 5 draft a C plus, Which was wrong. It was wrong. wrong. Should have bumped it up. Fine. Yeah. Um, I'd give it a... Probably a B plus. B plus? Maybe a B. The Maybe same? B. You would give them the same as the Sixers? No, the Sixers are up to an A minus in this revised. But even even still, like the Sixers initial grade, you you consider that's where Blazer Five is. Like you can you you think I, Devine, I think the, that's the fair. Blazers picked two starters in two picks. They picked yeah. the guy you had on your all rookie team. Didn't well. They? Or your all defensive, uh, all defensive team. Yeah, I think he's yeah, the good. The guy you picked but... on your all defensive team. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, t- as the impact as what, far what do you as what you want from me here as as bre- the same impact as bread. I don't know. And then uh, to say B. two starters, it's a B. The, it's a B. It was two. It was four, the two starters is a forced narrative. No, it's the narrative. It's the <laughs> fact and the narrative? reality. He's what not a starter. Mean? What do you mean? He's not yes, a starter. He's a he starter. Just, he, he started for them, but he's not a starter. <laughs> oh, he's come on now. technically a starter. Come on now. Let's, yeah, I mean, let's, you, make which, well, like, well, okay. you make it seem like they let's drafted ZDS. You make it seem like they okay, drafted we'll ZDS. Okay, we'll get into that. We'll, we'll get into that. With, with, so Josiah wrote this preview, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this, is, this was definitely Josiah. Josiah said, Blazer 5 made a contender-type move in trading its first-round pick for wing scorer King Peroxide. I stand by he that. Will help he will help replace the departed Dat Boy shots ah! tertiary scoring that he capably provided throughout the year. Didn't quite replace shots. No. I um, said but I said help. I said help. But I, I was yeah. I was of the similar opinion though too. I, I thought peroxide would be better. Also also, Len, you have to pick one or the other. Either peroxide helps replace shots or Joe Mars a starter. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, I just said I was of the same opinion that I thought peroxide was going to be significantly better than he was. All right, so you're on my team for this one. Yeah, I don't think that's so bad. I think help. I think help. That's... Okay, Josiah with 
the very easy prediction this season spotlight will once again fall on mama and walnut um the complimentary scoring role looks likely to have been filled seamlessly yeah, well, by that's, king that's... peroxide <laughs> i'd like to take that one back <laughs> <laughs> um that's bad. walnut Walnut probably won't be as dominant this season through Nailed no it. fault of his own. Centers won't be as dominant as they were early in the 2018 season. Um, Walnut should still excel, yep. but repeating as MVP and or Defensive Player of the Year is incredibly unlikely. Yep. Fortunately for the Blazers, oh boy, here we they, go. Here we go. they have an MVP Woo! candidate waiting Woo! at 2K19's Woo! most important position, point guard. I think we forget how good Mama can be. Oh, baby. If anyone's wondering why Josiah was hired by the Warriors, just read these previews. Man. <laughs> oh, baby. Yeah. That's what I like. So, um, so you asked some questions, Josiah, about the Blazer 5 season, which <laughs> were... Uh, I'll just read them. Oh, boy. Um, I don't, this could be bad. <laughs> Oh boy. Will the Mama Walnut pick and roll rank among the league's best combos again? Yes. Will Lavish prove to be an above average or even average lock? Yes. Will the lack of a true head coach catch up to them this yes. season? Those were all very good questions. Excellent questions. All right, I'm done. Ended up, I'm off the pod now. I'm I'm going out on top. <laughs> ended up ended up being very big talking points for the Blazer five season. So those are all serious questions that the Blazers need to answer, wrote Josiah. I, I'm, I'm really debating just taking off my headset now, and you know. Well, uh, well, yeah. hold on, hold on. This hold does on. sound like you're a not setup. out of the woods yet. You're not out of the woods yet with Blazer Five. I'm um, never out of the woods. Expected floor, we put playoff team. That's right. Which, That's well, correct. okay, but. Uh, for for the 76ers, we had their floor as a championship contender. But, so we were okay. No, but the 76ers they lost in the finals for a championship. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, no, what and I'm saying is no, no. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> He's so defensive. You're, 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 <laughs> calm down, calm down. I'm saying I was just gonna say it's really interesting that like we put the 76ers floor as a championship contender, but we were more down on Blazer Five by putting their floor as a playoff team. There's a very big difference between those two things, is all I'm saying. And I'm not trying to call anyone out. I'm I just... think you were correct in your assessment of the 76ers okay. floor. Okay. Yeah, and, I'm not defending you know, anything I, there. I, I guess I guess I, like I guess I'm just trying to understand why we put the Blazer five floor as just merely a playoff team. Maybe I think we were. Yeah, I think for me, you know, because those questions did have to be answered, right? There was no guarantee. Yeah. You know, it was pretty pretty easy to say that Mama and Walnut would once again be a terrific pick and roll duo that was easy the lavish question wasn't an easy one to answer in advance right um and that's a big part of why i was so impressed with what he did you know it, it, he just he really had to transition from being a sharp to a lock um and you know in advance not knowing how he was going to be able to do that i think you know you lower the floor on them but you know with that mama walnut pick and roll combo their floor was always going to be a playoff team so i think okay. yeah I, I think that makes sense. I, I guess we were, I, I guess we were really um, knowing that we, we were questioning how the team would look without shots. I think was our thinking at the time. <sighs> and and that's, maybe that's the loss of shots by me. That's a bad uh, one. I mean, the I don't think it's like bad. Yeah, the seamless. But is okay, bad. 
Here, here's, here's the interesting one. Josiah wrote, this team will win a championship if they're the best team in the league for the second year in a row. And they weren't. Were they the best? Were they weren't the best team? Uh, I think they were. Yeah, for sure. They, they were, were fourteen they were, and two. Uh, they were the best regular season team again, but the 76ers had better record in tournaments. Okay. Better, like better record, including tournaments. I mean. Yeah, but I think if like okay. we looked back now, we'd say this team would win if Peroxide was as good as we thought he would be, and they had a coach. And I think those things yeah. are a little bit more important than them being the best team. Right. I think you know you have to think there at that point that my thinking was. You know they don't run into any more backward issues because then right because at the time you know there would have been no narrative about them being tournament busts and playoff busts right they would have only gone out in the first round in two straight right and one of those was heavily influenced by the backboard so now there's this narrative that they're not a good playoff team they're not a good tournament team uh, but that didn't really exist beforehand yeah okay um, I think I passed there. No, that was good. Good. Yeah, I, I think, there. yeah, that was good. Yeah, that, that was pretty good. Um, let's go to Bucks Gaming. I think you wrote this one too, Josiah. I think this was you. I can pull this um, up. I can pull up the answer to this. I, I basically, I, I don't actually like have a list in front of me. I have, I have the what. ones I did, so I'm, I'm going to just okay. clicking here. But and I, I, I think I was able to pretty much remember just based on the writing style. Yeah, um, you should be able to. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think I did. But yeah, I, I don't think I did. Let's see. Let me pull this list here. Um, I'm super interested to hear this one, though, because I think that this preview uh, specifically had some uh, ripple effects. I, I did the bucks. I did the bucks. Okay. Yeah, yeah I thought so. Yeah. Um, Josiah's draft and grade. And the bucks got pissed. C minus. That's what I was going to say. Which was wrong. Which was wrong. Like, Which was know, wrong for sure, no doubt about that. You know, I I whiffed um, on Plondo. Plondo on his own raises it. Yeah, Plondo gets them into the B range, but you know, I think I would top out at a B at the absolute highest. Probably yeah, the Slay Island B minus Slay Island and Chatty Nick and Chatty Nick it, eyebrow raisers right there. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was gonna razors. say. I think I I think I'd keep the grade the same just. Due to how bad those two were, yeah, you were able no, to. No, you were able to find I, a franchise player, but still, you missed the playoffs, and you still have a gaping hole at the most important position. Uh, so, I, I mean, no, I wouldn't be mad if the if the grade stayed the same. Uh, no, but Plondo is good enough, and you know, cornerstone enough to where that has to be it has to be raised. Yeah, well, Josiah wrote. This season will be crucial for A. Rook's future in Milwaukee. Very true. Another down year. May well see a mutual disaffection between him and the Bucks. So, th- he he played pretty damn well. I I think he should have been an MVP finalist. Um, there actually wasn't like that much I thought was too interesting in in the in the Bucks one, believe it or not. Um, despite how low we were on them and how their season turned out. Um, uh, yeah, oh, here's something. Okay. Some consider it a win to go out and get every player you want in the draft, no matter what. That's what the Bucks did. They haven't won just yet, but they've got an incredible opportunity to prove a lot of people wrong and prove that they did indeed walk away from the draft with a win. 
Yeah. I think that's pretty on point. Uh, yeah, yeah I think not beginning in the, the way that we thought it was. Not in yeah. the way that we thought. I think beginning of the year they shocked some people, but um, I mean at the end of the day they did miss playoffs and stuff. So, yeah. but I, I do think that they still think, hey, you know, everyone was crapping on us for taking Plondo at six, and now look, you know, so. Okay, but at the yeah. same time, at the same time, I'm going to rehash this. You know, the Bucks are one of only four teams to miss the playoffs in both years. They had five guys last year who are in the league once again, right? They had f- three top scorers this year. Plondo, A-Rooks, Big Beak. One of those guys is sitting on the bench for the stretch run of the season. Like, at the end of the day, you know, worry more about what you're doing on the court and what you're deciding in the front office, you know, rather than what an analyst, you know, an outside third-party analyst is saying about your draft. Oh, for sure. Okay. Um, you also wrote Sam Pham isn't expected to coach for the Bucks, which is a disappointment. Uh, not having a tactically proficient and 2K savvy coach on the mic, game in and game out, passes up on one of those advantages and won't exactly help the Bucks throughout the year. Um, obviously, they then went out and hired Tactook. <laughs> That's an encrypted message because he said they needed a tactically. What, what was it said? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Suggested. Oh, yeah. Very, very clever. 200 IQ right in there from Josiah. Very clever. Uh, I claim no credit for that. Jeez. Um, our expected floor for the Bucks was bottom of the league, expected ceiling, fringe playoff contender. And they hit their ceiling. They did. They hit their ceiling. Uh, and I think they I think they could have made playoffs if yeah. they, well, they stuck they, with they, an identity. Yep, and they split way too many games late. They yeah, they, yep. they were, and they lost late. to the Pistons. Right. They were part of the right. uh, once exclusive uh let's overthink our identity club. But which yeah. which yeah. then, you know, I think 75% of it the gets, league then joined that club as well, but that club expands every club. year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at the teams um, I wrote about. There are going to be some uh, some entrants there. So I, I I think I think their ceiling was a bit higher than what we had them at. Yeah, I think, I think they could have made the playoffs playoff. if they stuck playoff. with Big Meek. Yeah, free Big Meek, and, and you uh, got to get more out of your backcourt. Don't lose to the damn Pistons. Don't lose to so. the Pistons. Um, Cavs Legion up next. Josiah, you gave them a B minus. Um. Yeah, I think a lot of that falls on their first-round pick, you know, who yeah. wound up getting suspended and not playing the rest of the season. You know, they got an absolute I think that's steal. a fair grade. I think it is, too. They got an absolute steal at Strainer, right? And Savage wound yeah. up being a, a very useful pick for them. Um, made a lot of sense then and, and now. But B-minus, I think, is pretty fair because, you know, your first-round pick was, was a swing and a miss, and they didn't have a second-round yeah. pick. Actually, they traded their second-round pick for... Defense Player of the Year, um, so that's a great yeah. use. Of, that's good so, asset management, but that doesn't count in the draft grade. Yeah. Speaking of that, uh, did you write this? I Josiah? did. did you yeah, write? I did. Okay. I have you no wrote, idea what I said here. You no wrote, idea. defense shouldn't be a problem. Sick, God of 2K, and Larry all have strong defensive pedigrees at any position they may eventually play. The presumptive starting lineup has God of 2K at lock. Larry at power forward and sick at center, a front court that should shut teams down fairly effectively. Um, and then you asked, can the Cavs score? That's the question they need to settle. Strainer was a steal in the third round, a player whose advanced metrics mark him as one of the best guards in the draft pool. 
but one score does not an offense make. They're betting on Lycopro, who played point guard for the Warriors last season and who shot up draft boards late in the offseason. One suspects that the veteran point guard will mesh well with the basketball-sourced head coach, but like obviously reverting to Austin Peterson, but Lycopro scored under 13 points per game last season for a Warriors team that admittedly underperformed with his effective field goal percent barely clearing 60%. His combine numbers were incredible, and that's what the Cavs need in the regular season. I believe this is a case of having one's cake and eating it too. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, you, you nailed it. Strainer was a steal in the third steal? round. And... Like a pro, like a pro we'll did not he, get those combine numbers. We'll say he did not mesh well with anything that happened in Cleveland. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, we had their expected floor as a lottery team, expected ceiling as playoff team, which yep. I, I think is pretty pretty fair, pretty good. Yeah. Um, next is the Celtics. I also wrote the Celtics. You wrote the Celtics. Yeah, I'm getting all these out of the way. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, uh, spoiler <laughs> alert, Josiah wrote the whole preview. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think there was that much interesting in the Celtics yes, one. Yes, um, good, good. Fab will be considered among the early favorites for MVP. Yes, sir. Uh, perhaps the biggest question is what held back the Celtics in season one? A lack of sustained consistency seems to be primarily culpable. A look at the numbers indicates that a huge, perhaps oversized, burden fell on Fab's shoulders. Um, consistency, I, I, however you define consistency, they started one and five, one nine straight to make the playoffs. I don't know. I don't Whatever. know. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It is what it is. And uh, yeah. Um, you wrote, is this Boston team good enough to exceed its quote-unquote nearly phase? Well, lost in the finals of the tip-off and got to the semifinals of the playoffs. So they're still, they're still there. They're still just still nearly, the nearly there. Phase. They're, still they've taken nearly a step there. up in the nearly phase, but they're still in the nearly phase, and I know they want to, to do their best to, to get out of it. Yeah. Um, next is Grizz Gaming. I wrote this one. Ooh. So good thing uh, I didn't write that one, man. Okay. So I talked about their draft. I said their draft ensures that Memphis will no longer be a one man show. Yep. There's little reason to doubt Vandy's game won't translate to the league, and the Grizz seem to have found upgrades in its complementary pieces as well. J Rod is a pure sharpshooter with success in the pro am realm, and Toxic revitalized himself in the offseason after a pretty dismal season one. The returning Universal Phenom, all but forced to step up as the team's second option last year, will likely find himself in a more suitable role with Fandy ready to take over. D Double was one of the better six men in the league last season, both on and off the court. Well done, well done. Um, I also wrote. The team will have to get more creative in Season 2. The Grizz Gaming Season 1 offense looked absolutely terrible at times, and the greatest tactics seemed to be, quote, feed it to authentic African, which, to be fair, isn't the worst strategy, whether he's on a shot crank slasher or at center. But it's going to take more than that. There are a lot of tough defenses in the NBA 2K League, which will feast on stale, uncreative offenses. Teams will game plan 
it's unlikely another super archetype like the Shockring Slasher will bail anyone out either. Correctamundo. And that's one of the things we talked about early in the season. We were kind of campaigning for the Grizz to hire a 2K mind for head coach to uh, implement some some more creative offensive sets. Um, then I finished it. This will likely be a solid team, and it'd be a surprise to find them at the bottom of any power ranking where they featured so prominently in Season 1. They ended 9-7 and seven and in 8th place in the standings. Yeah. So... Finish, finish top yeah. 10 two years in a row. Yeah. So, solid team. All right. Uh, next up is Hawks Talon. I, that's mine. That's yours? That's okay. Mine. Yeah. I thought so. I, I, I should have known when the opening sentence was Hawks Talon doesn't expect to fly under the radar. <laughs> yeah. That, that sounds like me. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's, yeah. here's a real good one. You, oh, uh, oh no, no, like actually, actually good. Oh, nice. Josiah wrote, there's no tried and true game plan that the Hawks seem to be following. And that's in large part due to the absence of such a game plan in general. The team seems likelier to catch fire for one, for one tournament than sustain an elite level of play throughout the season. Well done. Well done, Cohen. We... They, the Hawks talent, they had shots at the post score and then they, they went didn't. away from and shots at the post score uh, for whatever reason. For whatever this reason. is actually a lot more spot on than I was anticipating. Uh, something's going to go horribly wrong and I know exactly <laughs> where where it is. It's coming right it, up next. It, it no, I, I I think I think for the most part we were, you know. Yeah, well the we next team is pretty gonna on top be bad. Of next team's going to um, be bad. Josiah, you also wrote, we'll see how Arsenal fares with a pick-and-roll partner not quite at the level of Celtics gaming maestro Fab. He'll either become more of a safety valve in the middle or maybe forced to become a primarily rebounding-style center. Arsenal, one of the... Did he lead the league in rebounds? For a while. Yeah, he was up there. Uh, for a while, yeah. He, yeah. he was leading for a while. So, yeah, no, yeah good, good call bad. there. Um, and then this was this is a really long long paragraph here it remains to be seen how effectively the hawks will fit into the presumptive meta early in the season dev started in the south by southwest draft class clash but that's no guarantee of stardom in the league the hawks will rely on him and his backcourt partner to create the bulk of their scoring most likely in the pick and roll with arsenal coach west a cuff's placement of dap boy shots will be crucial to determining the team's success the team's potential for success this season Will shots play lock and likely compromise a large quantity of the offense that made him the first pick in the expansion draft? Or will he slot in at a more naturally offensive position, even though the Hawks don't have a tried and true lock? If it's the latter, another big decision looms. Does shots slide down to shooting guard to maximize his offense, even though that will force one of the backcourt players out of his comfort zone? Or does he try to recapture season one's magic at power forward? It seems that the Hawks were asking these questions all year as well. Yeah. Yes. I agree. So, because he literally played expect- all of those positions. Yeah. Yeah. We had their expected floor bottom of the league. They finished 18th. Um, <laughs> this team will win a championship if Dev becomes one of the best guards in the league. Quite an they if. Did not win a, they did not win a championship. Let's put it that way. No, they did not. Um, Heat Check Gaming is next. 
Was oh, this you as well? Yes, it was. This is going to be bad. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's going to be a bloodbath right here. Okay. Yeah. So Josiah wrote. Here. Josiah wrote. You gave them an A minus for your Which draft Which is grade. obviously wrong. It's obviously and, wrong. Um, Considering they traded both of their top two draft picks. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Josiah, you wrote, at the draft, things seem to go heat checks way, as usual. It's true. It's true. They picked Lottie in the first round, which will contribute to the professional and experienced core in Miami. The third round, though, was where they struck gold, swiping Jay Money, an easy first round pick based on talent, with the 52nd overall pick. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. I mean, I mean, I'm not I, wrong. I'm just it, wrong. I, that was. I don't think anyone. I don't think a single person would have disagreed with you. Yeah. Um, when that was written, so. I'm. I'm gonna give you two words. Asset management. Asset management. Um, Josiah, you said you asked how good is Heat Check. They didn't blow anyone away in the 2018 regular season, and they failed to win a single in-season tournament game. They embraced the shock rank slasher more than all but one or two teams, and while they know it won't be there for them this year, its absence certainly deprives the Heat of a tried-and-true game plan. But few are better at adjusting than Famous and Co., but their path back to the playoffs is not as simple as that of most finalists. So... Yeah, I was, I was expecting it. worse. I was expecting worse yeah. there. No, I mean, that that's that's, that's good bad. right there. That's not bad. Um, Heat Check needs Jay Money to be the best player he can be. A steal of that magnitude in the third round is only worth it if the player lives up to his talent. Point guard is far too important this year for any championship hopeful to lack an above-average point guard. While constant contributions from the Season 1 team members are a safe bet, he check needs to ensure that Jay's money fall was a monumental failure by the other 20, by the 20 other teams and not a sign of things to come. As long as he stays committed and focused, the heat should be fine. <laughs> Expected floor playoff team. More, Expected more, ceiling more. champion. Oh, that's rough. That's, yeah. I knew it was getting bad at some point. Yeah. Uh, missed on that one. Missed um, on that one. He check finished seventeenth, six and ten record. Well, let's be real. Yeah, you would have had them in the playoffs. As a, I think as we all ceiling. had them in the playoffs. Oh yeah, I, I know what's coming there too, and it's not going to be pretty either. <laughs> we'll, we'll discuss that. Um, jazz gaming is next. I had the jazz. <laughs> You have the jazz. Why why did you write all these? I literally have none. You and me like wrote the same number of previews. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) I don't. I don't know. Um. So you said you talked about their collapse in season one. You said this year it's supposed to be different. No other team boasts two top three draft picks. Correct. The Jazz have Yeah, I Compete and Rhea at point guard and center, respectively. And if that pairing lives up to its draft billing, Salt Lake City will have reason aplenty to throw a party. That, that um, Will, Will, Will was ready for that. Will was eager for the Jazz, too. For the Jazz. No, I said the same exact thing. They have two top three draft picks. How do you miss the playoffs when you you have that? I said that. I've been saying that since the freaking draft lottery from last year. So, 
Um, hashtag thought leader. Compete needs to turn into a superstar this season, said Josiah. Last year's third overall pick is one of the more polished and experienced players in the league, but he didn't display his full talent in season one. Um, running pick and roll with this year's number one pick should bump up those stats, but the win-loss column, not stats, will determine Compete's legacy, and it's to improve that ratio that he must take his offense up a notch. Which We've been you and I that. have been saying been for saying a long time, Josiah. Week one of 2018. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think there's nothing on which Will and I agree more than that, historically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Kingsguard Gaming is next. Len, I know you wrote this one. I did. Um, I finally did not write something. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. And watch mine just Let's be the see. totally terrible one. Kings are, <laughs> Kings are tough. Kings are tough. I gave Kings, him a bad Kings were draft tough. grade. Um, so you talked about their selections of BP and ball-like seam. You said you could make the case that Kingsguard now have one of the most electrifying backward duos in the entire league, a good spot to be in with how the meta looks to shake out. So pretty good backcourt. Yeah. Yeah. Depends on your, on how you want to rank electrifying backcourt duos. I'd say it's a fairly accurate term. Um, you asked, Len, what remains to be seen is if the Kings found a replacement or at least supplanted a season's worth of production for Timely Cook. The Kings, to their credit, used their next three picks in the draft on players that specialized in defense. Roman, Yusuf Scarves, and Zaki are all lockdowns who many consider to be some of the best from the PS4 side of Pro-Am who will be tasked with battling for the small forward and power forward starting spots. This is back when we thought small forwards would be locks. Yeah. Um, so, use of scarps. Uh, One power forward. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good power forward. Um, Great power forward. Yeah. And Zaki, fourth round pick. Definitely held his own at yeah. the uh, lockdown position. So, you uh, you definitely were were there with the questions about their uh, their defense. Um, <laughs> here's. Here's the kicker. Uh-oh. Um <laughs> here it comes. If the Kings can figure out the personalities of these players and find chemistry, this we we uh the the BP trade request had happened by this point. Yeah. So so we knew we knew BP wanted out. If the Kings can figure out the personalities of these players and find chemistry, there's still a possibility to right this ship. Quite a few things, however, Point to this being a complete disaster for a second straight season. Expected floor, bottom of the league. Expected ceiling, fringe playoff contender. It's so hard to make a prediction after you know you're. <laughs> it yeah, is after it you is. He, like that was such like a a trying time at that time. It was just like so. It it looked really bad yeah. when they lost timely and they weren't and BP good. Requested they weren't good in the first week of the. In the, in the tip no. off either. I remember that. No. They weren't good then. The Kings, obviously, they finished fifth, 10 and six record. So, much. Yeah. But I mean, I did better. I did say, you know, that if they were able to find that defensive production, they'd probably be more successful. And they were able to find that. So, but yeah, but yeah that ending, man, geez. Yeah. That's tough. That's tough. Uh, I've been there. I've been there. About five minutes ago, I was there. 
<laughs> you'll you'll make it through this. You'll make it through this difficult time. I I I I want to say that was the that was like the most off thing. I think that was he, this he turned out to be pretty off, and I think more he, off. He was pretty off. The fairness. the the playoff team floor for the Heat was definitely off. That was definitely off. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, next is Knicks gaming. I wrote this one. Um, let's see. I wrote the team was able to keep its core and picked up the sharpshooter Malik with its first round pick this month, giving them just that much more firepower to work with in season two. But is it enough? I asked. If you're a cynic, it's easy to point out that the Knicks went five and nine for a reason. Five and nine in, in season one. As previously mentioned, this was an average team pre-patch, which couldn't figure out what lineup it wanted to run, couldn't shoot worth much, and even had locker room issues. It wouldn't be that hard to argue that the team just got hot at the right time and rode that to a title. But the optimist in you could easily say that the efforts made to overcome those early issues show immense growth. The team made the adjustment that saved its season by settling on Goofy as a center and giving I am Adam the first the green light to shoot. Um, there's a strong argument to be made that the meta will strongly suit the Knicks as they're currently constructed. That shooting from Adam, that helped carry the Knicks to last season's title, it should be even deadlier this year. Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) And while Yay Not Gaming was a serviceable backcourt compliment, the Knicks got perhaps one of the best sharpshooters in the draft with the pickup of Malik. Um... So the Adam thing. The Adam thing. Did not happen. Yeah. Did not happen. Yeah. Um, at any rate, the Knicks will be an interesting case study for season two. The team isn't lacking in talent, but there are a number of teams who likely outpace them in that department. So how far can team chemistry and the confidence that comes with being a champion go? That's one of the new questions we may get to see answered as we enter the second season of the league. This may be one of the hardest teams to predict. If the Knicks can keep that switch set to on, then they'll be back in the mix and a serious threat to repeat. If they fall into the same traps again that forced them to have to make a miracle run in the ticket just to make the playoffs, they'll find themselves on the outside looking in at the end of the season. Very accurate. Yep. Uh, Expected floor lottery team. Expected ceiling championship contender. That's a little off. That's a bit tight. Oh, it was it was a wide range. It was a wide range. Yeah, you basically Um, basically just it's like (laughs) expected ceiling. You would have been okay there, but uh, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Um, yeah, the the Adam thing. The Adam thing is that's uh, not great in hindsight. Uh, next is Lakers gaming. I wrote this one as well. Um. I wrote about their draft. I talked about the pickups of uh, Detoxies, um, Sophia Foria, uh, and picking up Moody and Control in the expansion draft. I said, hardly a flashy roster as we enter a season where most teams are admiring the shiny new rookies they picked up in the entry draft. Um, Clever. And here we go. Questions remain about control and detoxies. The NBA 2K League and the Season 2 meta demand an aggressive point guard who can provide a consistent scoring punch. Control tried to be that player for Magic Gaming last year and was inconsistent in such a role. 
The Lakers' success will depend heavily on whether he's more comfortable as a high-scoring guard in Season 2. And though the Season 1 build, league build didn't hold much room for stretch fours, Toxie still has to prove he can make an impact at the position just two years removed from his road to the All-Star Game success. It may also be likely that Vert, one of the better scoring big men in Season 1, will be moved to a lockdown defender. It's worth wondering if that transition will translate to the league, especially at the cost of the 10th overall pick in the draft, which the Lakers gave up to acquire Vert, where there will be still plenty of di- where there were still plenty of difference makers available. The jury may still be out on whether that was the right move for the team. Jury has Back come to, to a floor, verdict. Bob. Narrator, the it's... jury returned with a verdict yeah. of guilty. <laughs> <laughs> Expected floor, bottom of the league, expected ceiling, fringe playoff. Well contender. done, well done, Will Viverina. Fringe? They were never fringe, though. They were they were not fringe. They they were never going to be fringe. Very tattered so. fringe. The ceiling the ceiling was off. But the ceiling was uh, off. To be fair, though, at the beginning of the year, though, it's hard to say this team literally has no chance to make the playoffs. They did beat the Pistons in the uh, in the tip off. So yeah. So you're like you're you know you're like hey like, one okay. and one one and one to start a yeah. franchise. This was written before the tip off, by the way. Yeah. So, um, so next is Magic Gaming. This was Lens. I'm I'm pretty. Oh sure. man, this is probably so off. I had no idea about this team at all. And, <laughs> oh no, no, I uh, know. I already know. Oh dude, this one's gonna be. This one's probably gonna be the worst. This one's gonna be I, the worst. I already one. know. It's gonna be a bad okay. one because I was not a I was not a believer in Reed. But, right. it, it actually it actually wasn't bad. You 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 held back. You held back. You said, "Well, we'll work for the magic again as it did in season one." Is the team's versatility. Orlando was able to move players around almost at will last year while still keeping a well balanced offense that didn't need a superstar to succeed. With the same interchangeable pieces this year, you may see more lineup switches than you would see with your average NBA 2K League team, which they did a lot of switching between Tucker. And King Cam for a while there. Mm-hmm. Um, look for the Magic to be a team that fluctuates between trends of playing like a playoff team and looking confused, as it was last season. The risk of taking Reed to play point guard is a risk that could really make or break the Magic's 2019 season. Oh, wow. That's not bad at all. No, that's not bad. That's pretty solid. You- Expect a floor, lottery team, expected ceiling, fringe, playoff contender. I'd say their ceiling was definitely a playoff team. Yeah, but but that's not bad. I I definitely thought no. that was going to be worse, but that's not yeah, bad. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because I, I, I remember specifically not being high on Reed being a point guard, but I definitely worded it uh, nicely to cover my A. You did say you did say this team will win a championship if the roster turns out to be significantly better than what it's anticipated to be. That's true, so too, you, though. You were, you were not very high on them. No, I wasn't. But that's true, though. Like, if, you know, if Cam and Reed and Kel Mav at the time were all way better than what we anticipated them to be, then, yeah, of course we, you know. Yeah. And you said, should it compete for a championship at all this season, Reed and DT both have extremely high expectations to live up to. And I, th- so. I think they both lived up to them. Yeah. Both voted uh, by me specifically, uh, all rookie team. So by by all of us, I believe. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that that wasn't bad at all. Yeah. Not bad. Um, Not bad at all. Next is a team near and dear to my heart, Mavs Gaming. Um, 
Someone clipped that. I wrote this Someone one. Someone clipped that. I wrote this Finally one. admitted oh. it. I wanted to write this one, but you wouldn't even let me touch it. You're like, I have to write this one. So I, I strong armed Len out of this. I pulled executive. Come on, that was a good joke. That was a good powers. joke. Come on, Len, Len, give it up. Oh, I didn't, I didn't hear you. Oh, what'd you say? That was precious. Oh, Len, like, thank you, Len. Len gets a raise. All right, all right. So, um, I just want to say I nailed all of this. Damn. Um, but of course, but. I talked about, you know, all the turnover in the offseason, um, shipped off Day Fry, Jonah Edwards resigns, um, they only have dimes on the roster, and I say maybe it was for the best. The Mavs made use of their plethora of draft picks, the only team in the league with five of them, and built out an impressive roster that checks all the boxes, talent, versatility, and chemistry, as far as we know anyway. It starts with the pick-and-roll duo of Dimes and fifth overall pick P.P. Ballin, the second center taken off the board in this year's draft. If the Mavs were going to take a center with the fifth pick, it would undoubtedly have to come with the Dimes seal of approval, so Pete likely fits the bill as far as talent and chemistry is concerned. The backcourt pairing of Dimes and Moe will be vital too. Moe and the Mavs are hoping his program successes will translate to the league and that his skill set can complement Dimes. Even then, it's not guaranteed that all will be well. Ball-like scene was a good backcourt duo and teammate for the, Mavs, for the Mavs last year, yet still found himself as a casualty during the off-season purge. Um, and if you think Will is cocky now, wait till we get to the season predictions. So, was the hit to Dimes' reputation as a team player this off-season worth it? If the Mavs win, absolutely. But if there's more trouble in Big D in Season 2, and the team is forced into another rebuild by this time next year, there will be lots of questions that maybe not even the most famous NBA 2K League player of them all can answer. And they won. They won, to their credit. They, they won. won. They won. So, expected floor fringe playoff contender. Expected ceiling champion. Um, I guess that, I guess that's ceiling, fair. That's uh, fair. It's I fair. mean, they were it's they fair. were the number it's two fair. seed. Yeah. No, no, for, it's fair. It's definitely yeah. fair. it turned out to be high, but it's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Nuts GC is up next. That would be me. That was you. That was me. Oh dang. Okay. Oh boy. Let's see here. What? Actually, not a lot about the Nets. Um. Are you sure that you was you? I I think that might have been me. I feel like it might have been Len too. I don't know. I think it was. It could have been Len. I'll I'll pull it up here on my computer and see. Maybe we worked on it together. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sure it's it Len. Len. It's Len. I have I have the calves. Okay. I have the. Calves wow. Trying to take credit. Jeez, man. Uh, I was trying to bite the bullet for you. <laughs> okay, so this was the only thing I highlighted Wait, so who in the, the net section. Interesting. Wavy and Lavish were both primary point guards on their respective Pro-Am teams, while Shockey and Shuttles are both centers who play the position at a very high level. It's Chaz was one of the more proven sharpshooters in the pool, but don't be shocked if Lavish or Wavy tries their hand at the position. And so, um, Shocked we're not. Yeah, you said it'll be interesting to see how position battles play out throughout the season, and they had a lot of position battles, especially at point guard. So... You uh you called it with that one, master predictor man. Um, yeah, um, expected floor lottery team, expected ceiling playoff team, which I think 
that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they were right there till the last week. They were they were seven and five. Yep. Uh, next up is Pacers Gaming. This was also live. Yeah, this was I me. Remember. I remember this one specifically. <laughs> um. So you talked about their. You you thought you know they had a point guard need and maybe they take a point guard in the second round, but you said they took Lord Bezos. So you said. The selection also indicated that it felt it had a sleeper point guard who would be available in the draft. Enter Maddie. The Pacers selected Maddie in the third round, a My Team player who qualified for the $250,000 My Team tournament in February, along with Bezos and Ramo. So, with elite players at multiple positions, and finally an answer at point guard, Pacers Gaming looks impressive. There's a paper. lot of emphasis on some of these words, man. <laughs> All you need with this team is for Maddie to step up to the plate and take full advantage of the opportunity. Redemption. Expected floor playoff team, which yeah. they they barely inched in there. They barely. It was a close run thing, as Wellington said, for a little while, but yeah. So what was the ceiling, champion? Yeah, what was the ceiling? Yeah, champion. That's fair at the time. But they were they were definitely a preseason. Favorite. Yeah, when when you're looking at a roster with with Ramo and Wolf and Swizzerk, I people are thinking champion. I uh, so. I think I picked them champion, but we'll see as we, as the time goes on. No, you didn't. You didn't. No, you didn't. You didn't. Oh, I don't remember. I remember you did not. So we'll you're, we'll get to that we'll later. Get there. You and I picked the same team. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know then. Yeah. Pistons GT is up next. This was mine. Um, let's see. Ooh, there, I have a lot highlighted oh at the boy. very bottom oh boy. Of, of my write-up. Oh, here. boy. Is it the part where you, <clears throat> where, uh, Rux was supposed to be the number one overall pick? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop right now. Stop For that. shame. Oh, my God. Okay. So I talked about the Pistons' terrible offense from season one. I said, it's tough to tell what caused such an anemic offense, whether it was personnel or scheme to blame. But Mr. Styles' best hope to rejuvenate it is through his pick-and-roll partner, May. The point guard center duo will likely be responsible for the bulk of the team's scoring, mostly out of necessity. Insanity will work fine as a tertiary scorer and could even take over as a secondary scorer, while Splash King and Joseph will have to show they can take on a heavier offensive load than last season. Jacko, the lone New Zealand, the lone New Zealander selected <laughs> in the 2019 draft, could be a wild card and will have to prove the Australia-New Zealand pro-am community can hang with North America, which he proved they indeed could. 21 um, points, week two against the Bucks. Never forget it. And then subsequently benched. And then, in, anyway. and then insanity took over the secondary, tertiary, and long yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was just going to say that. That's not even mentioning that the loss of Ramo also means the loss of the team's defensive anchor. The Pistons probably can't rely on its defense to keep it in games anymore. <laughs> and I said, not that it probably matters much. The harsh truth is this is looking like a rebuild year for the Pistons. It's not the worst thing in the world because this offseason proved that rebuilds can happen in a snap if you play your cards right. Detroit doesn't want to lose a bunch of games, but this could be the season where they establish that new culture, take inventory of the talent they have, 
and prepare themselves for a big season three. Narrator. Uh, the the jury's out on on how well they prepare themselves for season three. Expected floor bottom of the league, expected ceiling fringe playoff contender. I mean, to be fair, they they have the highest probability or possibility to have the the number one overall pick. So, I mean, they're kind of in a good spot. Yeah, yeah, you know, it matters. Mistake it matters. making mistakes is a good thing in the long run. Uh, next up was Raptors Uprising. Um, I think this was me. It was not mine. Yeah, I, I think Josiah didn't. I want to say this was me. I, I'm pretty sure this was me. I don't think um, I don't think I did them. If it was right, then it was Len. If it was wrong, then it was Will. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, I did, actually didn't highlight much about the, uh, Len, good the Raptors. Um, <laughs> I talked about the uh, Doza, the new point guard. Um, so Doza also gives the team a more steady backcourt scoring threat than it had last year. No, nope. that's nope. yeah, that's tough. That was that's not it. Um, familiarity will be a lot of what the Raptors will bank on in season two. The team undoubtedly upgraded its talent in the draft, but you don't bring back two season one players in the same draft for nothing. The core proved it could be a playoff team last year, but is continued chemistry and a talent upgrade enough to keep up with all the other teams that massively improved their rosters? That's the big question. So, there you go. Not not too interesting, I don't think. Um, here's a big one. T-Wolves Gaming. There we go. Our <clears throat> NBA 2K League champions. Josiah, you wrote this one. I'm sure it's very highlighted. Um, I, I so mean, here we the go. The issue is that everything changes because they traded Hood. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, You're you about didn't use to... this excuse for any of the last six teams we talked about who made a trade as well. I, I um, This is the very beginning of your write-up, oh and boy. the last two sentences are kind of amazing. Oh, boy. Um, the T-Wolves introduced themselves, Josiah wrote, yes, sir. to the NBA 2K League with a bang, yes, sir. acquiring scoring maestro Hood yep. in exchange for the third overall pick, Larry, in the expansion draft. Its second move, grabbing Feast, was arguably a more prescient was arguably more prescient. Add to that the early makings of a spectacular facility, a strong content game, and a powerhouse front office, and the T Wolves have the makings of one of the faces of the league. Wow. Interesting. And here's the ki- here's the kicker, Josiah. Here's the kicker, Josiah. Um, on the edge of my seat here. You need to win to be a face, though, and the T-Wolves haven't won anything yet. <laughs> there you go. Round of applause for Josiah. Um, that's really just incredible. Um, Irony we, we've had all- is a powerful thing. We've had all those conversations lately, me and Josiah anyway, about Bear being the face of the league and whatnot. And uh, the T-Wolves, they went out and they won something. So there you go. Sticking Um, to his word. You wrote, 
chemistry, not talent or fit, is the most important thing for this team. True. True. If it if it comes together, it did. the T Wolves the T Wolves will be the dangerous team its talent suggested Bam. to be Bam. capable of winning multiple tournaments and potentially Let's go. a championship. Yep. Bam. Nailed it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. We had we had their expected ceiling as championship contender. Wow. Obviously they exceeded that. I didn't think I was, I was that high on them. What is it? Lottery team for for floor? Yeah. Yeah. So here's this has to be good. This doesn't it's, sound. It's going to be Baronhood. It's Baronhood coming together for them. So, yeah, yeah, don't spoil it. Come on. <laughs> you, come you're on. about to say it in two seconds. It's, it's... This team, obviously, the T Wolves are the only team to win a championship. So in our this team will win a championship if section, it's particularly interesting to see if we got it right. Josiah, you said this team will win a championship nope. if Bear to Beast and Hood form the formidable duo they have the potential to be. Well, the the two <laughs> here, the two need to coexist on and off the court. If they manage to do it well, then the T Wolves will have two star players and scorers aided by an above average complementary core. Two true stars are hard to come by, and those two. Give T Wolves Gaming an immediate advantage. To be fair, though, like without understanding that, you know, you can't read into the future and see that Hood was going to be traded, but it still does make sense in that they sent Hood off, brought in a player who meshed with them more, and they were able to build the, the, the best chemistry of any team. So, I mean, it still does make sense, but I it is funny. It, Len, it is funny to hear. I'm going to hold this out. <laughs> <laughs> you you were like just incredible write up from from back to front and then the very last section just you hate to see it you hate to see it um what what grade did you give the t-wolves you gave them a b, b plus draft grade yeah which uh, that's 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 I'd, probably low that's that's yeah, that's an A right there. That's an A. That's an A. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they had three guys that, I mean, four guys really that that uh, yeah. maximized their roles. Yeah. Yeah. So, this is second to last team. I believe Warriors Gaming Squad. Len, you wrote this. Yeah, one. this was me. This is All right, Len. I, I let's vividly, hear it. This is one I vividly let's, remember. Let's let's see what Len wrote about let's the Warriors. See what Len. Yeah. I, I remember specifically uh, the they'll the, the win a championship if part specifically I remember. So you talked about with the second pick they chose Gradient, uh, a player that many consider to be the best overall defender in the 2019 draft pool. Rightfully so, this pick alone is something to be excited about as this will likely skyrocket the Warriors up defensive leaderboards. Now having two of the most highly touted defensive players to participate in season two. The other being tight. Len, Len hit period wow. and sent, his, sent in his defensive player of the year candidate right there. Yeah, you that was your vote for defensive player of the year, Gradient. Yeah, but I, I had so. no idea I praised uh, type to that uh, extent as well, though. So that's pretty, uh, I, you know, I I um, shock myself every day. Yeah, what what do you say about type? Um, 
You said type protected for the 2019 season was widely considered one of the best defensive bigs in season one. Um, then wrote type beast move gradient CB 13. The Warriors now have the core to make you think contender. Add in Jin, a solid contributor to a playoff Wizards District gaming team in Season 1, and Chiquita, the first-ever woman drafted to the NBA 2K League, who hopes to make more of an impact on the team than just being in the record books. And instantly, the Warriors are a scary sight for Season 2. Night and day between Season 2 and Season 1, you said. Um, With one of the better drafts under its belt, the Warriors go from a team attempting to prove itself to now being a team with the target on its back. It'll be one of the more exciting storylines to see if Warriors Gaming Squad lives up to expectations. We had their floor as a playoff team, ceiling as a champion. Wow. I mean, that's, that is that uh, is Master Predictor-esque, I tell you. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. So they'll, um, they'll win a championship if this is the good part. This team will win a championship if a superstar emerges. Gradient and CB13 were drafted to be that. Gradient has the potential to be a game-changing player. He has a skill set to take over a game from the defensive end. On the other side, the same can be said for CB13. He was brought in to produce offensively in ways they couldn't last year. If they both maximize their roles, it will allow the others to step up immensely. Anything short of that and a championship will likely be out of reach. I think you could point to CB13 not being that, but yeah, no, that's uh, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good there. Last team in our in our team by team preview, Wizards District Gaming. This was yeah, you this is me as well, yeah. Len. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, not much actually, not much. I only have one thing highlighted here. Um. It would be tough to consider Wizards DG title contenders this year compared to how they looked just six months ago. However, given the circumstances, this team still seems poised to win games and be a tough out. It's pretty spot on as well. So, yeah. I, I didn't um, I put um. What would I say this team will win a championship if? Didn't I say like don't take them to Vegas or something like that? <laughs> you said. Demon JT and Day Fry proved to be an incredible duo. Demon D- JT didn't uphold his. Point. Yeah. So well, that was good. I, I'm uh, much more satisfied than I, I thought I'd be. Yeah. So those were the team by team predictions. Um, now we get into some more juicy stuff. Mm-hmm. These were uh, so. I shouldn't say team by team predictions. It was just analysis. It's gonna be Will's favorite ha- moment in podcast. We have our actual <laughs> predictions. All of our predictions. Next up, first up, individual award predictions. Most valuable player. Um, I, we all I had Fab. Oh, you had Fab. I had Fab. And you, um, I, I had Radiant, right? Yeah, Josiah and Len, you both had Radiant. Um. You did mention Josiah in your write-up. Mama. Uh, Mama. You did mention Mama. And Dimes. I think, honestly, I still think Dimes should have been a candidate. I would not have voted for him. Mm -hmm. But I do think he should have been a candidate. Yeah. So we all missed there. We were pretty close, Um, though. I mean, yeah, they were all finalists. Yeah, they are all finalists. Top three at that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Pick a top point guard, and and you're pretty close. Yeah. Um, Rookie of the year. 
This uh, this was an interesting one. I had BP. I forget who I, I, BP. I forget who I picked. Which is which is the closest out of all three of us. I'll I'll tell you that I, right now. I had Vandy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I said I said yes. That's not terrible. I said I said yes. BP. Despite our recent report that the third overall pick in this year's draft is looking for a way out of Sacramento, I'm going to make the risky pick and still say BP. Um. I said, I think there's a perfect storm brewing, which will make the award his for the taking. He'll be the number one scoring option. He's on a team that could make the playoffs. And if they do, it'll probably be because of his play, and the award should definitely be his. <laughs> and he has a good center and shooting guard surrounding him. Two things every good point guard needs. I could very well be eating it with this pick, but fortune favors the bold. They did make the playoffs. BP did not win rookie of the year. You voted for him, though, yes. right? Uh, yes, I did. I did. Show, yeah, now we know why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Advancing my own agenda. <laughs> Josiah, you picked Vandy from Grizz Gaming. I'm okay with um, that. I'm okay with you that. Said, you said the Grizz, I think, are going to surprise a lot of teams this year. Yeah. That will be in large part due to Vandy scoring up point guard, which will propel the Grizz to the playoffs Spoiler alert. So. You know what? That's not terrible. I'm okay with that. Fendi, Fendi picked up his game by the end of the season. They were they were close to the playoffs. Oh, I, I remember mine now. I, so I think Josiah was <laughs> the, the furthest off. Oh, you, Josiah you picked Breadwinner. You picked Breadwinner. Yeah, I picked Breadwinner. I remember. Yeah. yeah. Um, Josiah also mentioned BP and Jay Money in his write-up. Len, you picked Breadwinner. Um... You said Breadwinner comes into season two as one of the most high-level players, three through five. How did you fall uh, the 19th again? Um, you said, regardless where they decide to deploy Bread throughout the year, rest assured he will impact the game at an elite level. Look for Bread to come out with a vengeance after slipping in the draft to one of the better teams in the league. Um, defensive player of the year next. We all picked Wolf. From Pacers games, all wrong, S- significantly wrong. So, I liked I liked my write up here. I said <laughs> I was I was very sure of myself with this write up. <laughs> very sure of myself with this write up. I said I'm going with a simple formula for this award. The most consistent offensive threat throughout the regular season last year was centers. The dominance of the shot creating slasher wasn't prevalent until midway through the season. So who wins Defensive Player of the Year in Season 1? A center. The most consistent offensive threat in the finals was a shot-creating slasher. So who wins Finals MVP? The guy who defended a shot-creating slasher. Following this trend, I can say with confidence that lockdown defenders will be part of the Season 2 meta, and they'll be tasked with handling the biggest offensive threats this year, point guards. Some speculate a center could still win this award, and there was speculation about that at the beginning of the season, even though it didn't quite pan out that way. But I say it's very much in the hands of the locks. There are few locks on the level of Wolf, and he's revered for his defense for a reason. This award is his to lose. Will Will's the type of kid who walks out of a math test in second grade, and he's like smirking at all the other kids. Like, yeah, I know how to do two plus two. <laughs> I, I mean, that's not the worst. that's not the worst logic I've ever heard. It, it's it's good logic. Solid but... logic. Just 
Wolf Wolf didn't have quite the season. Wolf did not have a great season. He was he wasn't in the talks like at all. No, I don't he even think. Great. I don't even think I considered him for like if we if we were to vote for second team all defense. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Josiah, you also mentioned breadwinner and turn up defense for this award. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Um. Yeah. So there you go. Coach of the year. Wow. I had Jeff Terrell. Josiah, you also had Jeff Terrell. I did. Which ended up being correct. I did? Yes, you did. Oh, oh. Yeah. I really thought I had Rico. I did. Yeah. Um, Len had Rico. Oh. Len had Rico. Oh. Josiah, you did mention Rico in your write-up. You also mentioned Cody Parent from Pacers Gaming. Uh, two out of three is not bad. Yeah. Um, Dang. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, Josiah, you said turning Radiant into an MVP candidate, as well as his player development of Breadwinner, Nudini, and Cassius. We'll have Terrell taking the Coach of the Year award home to Philadelphia over Rico and Cody. Um, it probably wasn't the real reason, but that's. Yeah. Eh, still got it right somehow. Yeah. Um, Len, you brought up Rico's. Uh, relationship with Fab. Important, very important. And um, you expect them to turn around their shortcomings. So, uh, preseason power rankings. Who? I stand. Right. I stand by. I stand by what I did. So, <laughs> I laughed at this. I, I added in a note in our preseason power rankings. I said, "These are quite difficult." with the influx of new talent from the Season 2 draft, and these power rankings mean a lot less than the one we will release after the tip-off. Feel free to get mad at them anyway. Get mad, people did, but whatever. Um, I actually didn't do... We, we didn't put the individual power rankings. We just did the composite. So we, we each came up with our own individual power rankings. I averaged all those together to come with the composite. Um... We had 76ers GC at one. Yeah, that's a well done uh, job by all of us. Yeah, are you ready for this next one? Heat check gaming. Or Knicks gaming. Heat check gaming, number two. I was complicit in that. Yeah. Um, I stand by that. Three, three Blazer 5 gaming. Yeah. Four, Celtics crossover gaming. Spot. Five. Five. No, the careful Celtic, now. Celtics at four was is literally spot on. Uh, the, I say careful because five we have Knicks gaming. Less spot on. I I want to say I had the Knicks nowhere near the playoffs, but, so that was not my fault. Th- no, I, I th- no. It's a, I think it's that a was combined, Len's fault. It's a combined effort because um, I, it, depend- it was Len's Yeah, fault. it depended on how people were ranking. I I had to put the Knicks high because they were defending champions. Yeah, exactly. Defending I hate that logic. It's, it's not I that I thought. That it's not that logic. I thought they were going to win logic. it again. Right, Len. I'm pretty sure you had the Knicks at one. So it's like the, they won the championship. Yeah, they won the championship. I don't care. It's like this year. I hate that. Logic. It's like this year. The, the you know the, the they're teams. going into the season. The Raptors in real life. I'm sure they're higher on on the power rankings than they should be. Uh, power rankings are not determined based solely on past results. No. That's the point of power. But rankings. for the top, no one was more powerful. Then the Knicks, because they won. Why would I not? Because why would I not won. just copy paste the rest of the season one standings as my power? Because things then. change. 
But still, but things do change. Yeah, things still, do change. The championship, change. the championship is an integral part I... of the ranking. But also, this next team, guys... this next team was they brought back the same exact team and added Malik. So you fell for it. You both fell for it. I did not fall trapped to this. Just so you listeners know, um, Knicks gaming at five. Yeah, not great. Six Pacers gaming, which that's where they finished. So Bingo. good on us. Bingo. Um, seven Mavs gaming, eight Warriors gaming squad. Perfect. Nine Ra- nine Raptors uprising. Yeah. <laughs> Ten Grizz gaming. Pretty good. Eleven Cavs legion. Pretty good. Twelve Jazz gaming. Pretty good. 13 T-Wolves gaming. Alright, the Kings are going to be like 20th. This is crazy. King, 14 Kings are going to be last. Wizard, Kings are gonna 14 be last. No, Wizards Bucks District be gaming. Bucks pretty good. Wizards at 14, pretty good. Um, I think that makes like... So we were one off with the Wizards. They finished 15th. We had them 14th. We were one off with the Jazz. They finished 13th. We had them 12th. We were one off with the Cavs. They finished 10th. We had them 11th. It's pretty good. Um... 15 Nets GC, they finished 16th. Um, 16 Magic Gaming. Yeah. Ah. Off on that one, they finished 9th. Um, 17 Lakers Gaming. Oh, gosh. We put the Lakers above the Kings. Indeed, we did. Indeed, we did. That's not a good Um, look. I don't know whose fault that was. It's not a good look. Probably all of ours. Probably all of ours. Um, 18 Kingsguard Gaming. That... Was our biggest miss. Yeah. That was our biggest miss. That's not good. They finished fifth. Um, 19 Pistons GT. Mm-hmm. 20 Hawks Talent. Mm-hmm. And 21 Bucks. Ooh. Yeah. We had the Bucks last, which they finished 8-8, eight and eight, finished 11th. So, yeah, we were off on that one. Big time. Big time. Um... But the the Kings was Kings the worst. was the biggest miss. Yeah, Kings the yeah. biggest miss. Big misfire. Playoff predictions. Well, isn't that to smile? I just want to say this guy. Couple things. This guy. I just want to say a couple things. Um, I had the Mavs in the second seed. Uh. Because I'm the smartest of us three. I was the only one with the Mavs in... Or, or no, Josiah had them as an eighth seed. Sorry. Josiah put the Mavs in the eighth seed. Len did not have the Mavs in the playoffs. Which is kind of wild to me. In hindsight, if we're being honest. Explain that one, Len. I have to I have to see who else I selected in here before okay. before I make any All comment right. because <laughs> All something right. I say right now could definitely come to bite me again. So, all right. So my playoff teams I had 76ers GC one, Mavs two, Blazer five three, Celtics four, Pacers five, Heat check six, Warriors seven, Jazz eight. So I got six out of eight, which I think is pretty good. Oh boy. Um, Josiah. You had one 76ers, two Blazer 5, three Celtics, four Heat, five Grizz Gaming. You know, that's better than the Heat. <laughs> Josiah had the Grizz as a top five team in the NBA 2K League. That's, it was better than the Heat. I, 
was it? Yes. I, 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 yes. I guess. Definitively, I yes. guess. I guess, but I, I don't know. Grizz top five team. Like they, they like predicting the Heat to finish top four is definitely justifiable in the preseason. I got Grizz top I had five. Guts. I, had I don't know. Guts. Um, six Pacers yeah. gaming. Perfect. Seven Literally Knicks, perfect. Seven Knicks gaming. That's that's that's. And eight Mavs gaming. So you got five of eight. You can't, but okay. you can't. Less, but you can't less use. Than you me. can't use the oh preseason uh, heat. You know it makes sense that you pick them for the playoffs, and then <laughs> and then uh, snark at Josiah for picking the Knicks too. It's the same same thing. I was prepared to. Both of them I were wrong. Absolutely can't. Both of them because were I was right on both counts. <laughs> so <laughs> I told you, folks, this was going to be the worst. <laughs> Len, your playoffs. One 76ers GC. We all had 76ers as the one seed. Two Blazer 5. Mm. Three Pacers. Four Celtics. Five Warriors. Six Grizz. Seven Cavs. Eight T-Wolves. I was the only one to pick the champs. So I think I win. You you were the only one to pick the champs. And the I, I specifically picked the them as the eighth seed, too, because I foresaw them going on a... Uh, Eight game or whatever it was, win streak at the end to sneak into the playoffs. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. so sure Len got six of eight. Sure you did. Len got six of eight. So the the two people who predicted more playoff teams aren't working for the league, <laughs> and the guy who only got five is. But um, just throwing that out there. Uh, both of you had the Grizz in the playoffs. I'm 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 very surprised by that. Really? I, I mean, yeah, I am. I am. I, I I think Josiah and us, Josiah and I both were very much higher on Vandy uh, and this Grizz team in general. We we both love Double A and uh, adding a player of Vandy's caliber to that team, so Double A doesn't have to play ball handler anymore. Why don't Why aren't you high on this team? Yeah, I I just I thought there were too many other good teams. There were clearly like heat check. There were there were yeah like heat check and and jazz gaming. <laughs> jazz gaming. <laughs> Uh, whatever, whatever. All right. So, like I said, I had six out of eight. Josiah, you had five. So, pipe down. Um, <laughs> and you had you had the Knicks. That's the biggest that's, misfire. That's I think that's a bad one. Is, is it pure? Purely from a standing. I think the Jazz. I think the Jazz is the worst. No, no, no the Knicks. The Knicks. No, no, the Knicks. No, 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 no. The Knicks. I'll, I'll no. own up to it. The Knicks. The Knicks. I I I had the Mavs at two. So that makes. I mean, Knicks. Knicks went to the semifinals of the ticket. Like they are so close. Like so. Like they so? they were two wins away from. Josiah being one of those didn't teams. have the Knicks as Josiah didn't have the Knicks as the ticket winner. He had them as the seventh seed. Well, we didn't get. To, he we, thought they were making. We, he thought they were making the playoffs based on their regular season merit. <laughs> ain't ain't no miracle ticket run. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. All right. How are the Jazz doing there for you? I, you know, they were only a few spots out. They were only a few spots. Two top three picks. Two top How do you not picks. make the playoffs? Well, as Comp tweeted, come as on. Comp tweeted the other day, they didn't have their starters for a lot of the games. Okay. Oh. All right. All right. Come on now. <laughs> the logic was perfect. Okay. All right. Who, Whatever. Who'd you have winning the ticket? Who would have been your Who ticket winner have? in that scenario? In your playoff scenario? I don't know. Probably just one of the good teams. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Finals predictions. All right. I had the 76ers 
versus Blazer 5 Gaming. That's a safe I said, pick. I said, yep, a Season 1 tip-off finals rematch. So. Um, yeah, I said for Blazer 5, no Matumbo-like backboards and no fluky best-of-one playoff shenanigans. Yeah. And uh, they still lost. Because oh, Warriors um, Gaming Squad, great team. They are a fantastic team. Made it to the semifinals even and won the ticket. Won the Se- ticket. Josiah, Everyone knows the good they, teams win the ticket. The good teams win the ticket every time. Every Josiah, time. 76ers, GC versus Celtics crossover. Um, you said, unless a team gets as hot as Knicks Gaming did last season, I think more seasoned teams make it to the finals in the new playoff format. I mean, the the Celtics did basically get as hot as the Knicks. No. Yeah. yeah not. <laughs> they won nine straight and didn't qualify what? just off what the ticket. That? No. Okay. Uh, they won nine games in a row. Yeah, that's not getting hot they like the, the Knicks. Semif- I, I just L- say, I just say so indignant. <laughs> no, dude. No, like I'm not. Len is a Knicks gaming fan, clearly. No, Len, no, Len no. You're discrediting. No, is a Knicks. No, I said it. I said it in the. I say it in a sense. You don't want to say bad things about Knicks, Len. I say it in the sense that it's disrespectful to the Celtics to say that they went on a Knicks type run. They didn't. No, that's what I just said. No, I just said no. What do you mean? That's not what I said. I just said no. Like uh, you're the one that what? created the context that. Uh, what? Wait, I'm confused. What do you mean? It's disrespectful to the to the Celtics? Because that's not what happened. They didn't go on a ticket run. That's not what that happened. They didn't go on a ticket they, run and and they finish five had, and eight. It was basically a ticket. No, run. was it? They didn't lose a game t- since they week had to four. Win nine games in a row. They didn't lose a game since week four. Winning nine games in a row is bigger than a ticket run. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, bow down to the Celtics, Knicks. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah? You're trying to throw us off the scent. Knicks gaming diehard. Griffey. Knicks gaming diehard fan. (laughs) Len, you had the Pacers versus the Celtics. Um, One interesting thing to note. You said you you stated emphatically... (laughs) Bully is flying under the radar as one of the premier sharp. Oh, yeah. why can't I just why can't I just leave out the last part? Why can't I just leave out the last part? Oh man, did not work out. Oof. That's a tough one. To be fair, they didn't give him his 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 chance enough. They should have tried Perfusion at the five a little bit more and let Bully, <laughs> yeah. let Bully go crazy yeah. on the sharp. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Oh, man. Um, champion predictions. I had the 76ers. I said, I think Radiant will come back with a vengeance after being knocked out, knocked out in last year's semifinals, where he had plenty of assists, but not nearly enough scoring for it to matter. That should be different this time around. Man. So it was, and then it wasn't. I mean, yeah, he didn't score enough in the, in the, uh, in the, in the finals, finals. Yeah. yeah. Len Griffey, Knicks gaming fan. Um, Josiah, both both Josiah and Len had the Celtics winning it all. Uh, Josiah, you said, I picked 76ers GC to win it all last year when playoff time came around. I won't do that to them again because I had the sneaking suspicion that it can't be so easy for one of the league's most talented teams. Spoiler alert. 
I picked them again. <laughs> and <laughs> I forgot <laughs> both of you. The Celtics will have gotten to this point with Mel East throwing opponents off their game. Yes. And with Bully becoming one of the best shows. <laughs> I totally did not remember saying that. You oh both wrote that. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I don't feel as bad anymore. There you go. There you go. Oh, Len, that's, uh... Len, picked the, Len picked the Celtics. Um, oh, man. Uh, you said it's hard to pick a team to win it all when it has questions at point guard this year. Should Maddie <laughs> produce at a high level, this pick easily becomes Spacers gaming. That's true. I mean, not like it's not a point. The Celtics true. were so close to a lot of accomplishments last year. Look for them to capitalize on those opportunities this year. You can't see me, but I'm just kind of sitting here staring up at the ceiling, wondering what compelled me to say such a thing. It's, you know, we, as, as this entire exercise has shown, we all said a lot of things. Predictions are a futile. I have to take the, I, I have to, I have to be extremely transparent right here and say, I, uh, that my, my saying of that, or my thought, uh, as I was saying that, uh, was mostly due to, uh, the hype he was getting from everyone else. I literally never saw Bully play a game in my life. Uh, so. And then you said he's flying under the radar? Yes. yes. He flew under your own radar. Yeah, ex- exactly. So, 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 don't ever do that again, because that's the only oh, time I did that, and of course, it's the time I'm unbelievably wrong. Oh my god. Oh, I, wish, I wish I had such a eureka moment, but... Uh... I honestly have no idea what was going through my head. I I'm just amazed. Both you probably you probably just uh, you probably just saw what I wrote when we were collaborating on the the Nets article. Yeah, probably. Which we <laughs> talk in depth about bully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, I I was I was going through this last night and I was like, why did they both? <laughs> like that um bully found his stride as a power forward on the team his his run at lockdown was much less fruitful um and we never got to see him on sharpshooter where we never did did we did he play a single game at sharp i don't think so i don't think so where they who played sharp? Who played sharp? sharp in the profusion at center game? That's why I'm. I think it was bully. I'm, I'm going back. To, I think I'm it was bully because I think Mel was on lock and autographs was on power forward. Is that? Yeah, but anyone game remember was that? what that was week early that was? Uh, was that? It was, it was the last. Played the Sixers. It was week three or week four. No. it was the no, last. Bully game played, played point guard. Bully played point guard. Um because Fab was suspended. But oh, it must yeah. have been against the Kings. It must have been against the Kings because they actually won a game in week four. And what what Bully um, do? No, it wasn't. It bully wasn't was po- yeah, Bully, bully was point bully guard was, against the 76ers. Bully was benched against what? the Kings. Um, 
Did they play? Oh, they played two games in week four, I guess. Oh, because Mel East yeah, guys. They lost, they lost the T Wolves. They lost the T Wolves. Yeah, bully played sharp. And how do you do? Uh, five points, two of seven. I mean, you, wait, you, no, he wasn't. Sharp. I mean, if you want to see true, yeah, yeah. if you want to see true potential, what? man, feed the guy the rock. Jeez. Well, were, was shooting guard lock the meta by then? Because he was small forward. Melis was a shooting guard. Yeah, that was the meta by then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the, that was the meta. Hundred percent. Okay, so he was short. And he only got seven yeah. shots. Okay. Jeez, man, they give Profusion like fifteen shots. Come on, man. Profusion got Two eleven shots at center in that game. Mel shot better than Bully, and he was on. Mel East, the greatest shooter in the league. And Mel East actually did become a really good shooter. He did. He, he actually did though. Yeah, that was. It was a really underrated storyline. Yeah. yeah. Like how how good a shooter he became, but yeah. That's so. Funny. That is funny. Um, I <laughs> that's that's the end of the preview. That's the end of the preview. Um, I've I've learned a lot here. Um, I've laughed. I've cried. I've sat here in astonishment at just some of the things we said from oh, five man. months ago. But wow. did, I feel like it. Ago. I am shocked how spot on it was, though. Like it was pretty spot we, on. We we had a lot of stuff right. We had a lot of stuff right. I I the team analysis I think, like, was better. Like when yeah. you have, when you have a chance to think things over and explain things more yeah. in depth, it it goes better. Yeah. The predictions we were almost all wrong, but predictions are always just a crapshoot crap in this shoot. league. Total crapshoot. Um, but like the actual analysis. I think we did pretty well. There were definitely a couple misfires, few misfires, but um, yeah, it it uh, we uh we picked up on a lot of stuff. I think, um, and there's plenty of stuff we didn't pick up on, as you know, the power rankings show. Um, but yeah, that was that was really fun. I I had a really good time reading through all this good again. Time. It's a good time. It uh, it brought a lot back. It it, it reminded me of of a lot of those preseason narratives that yeah. were being thrown around. Man, I gotta take a look uh, back and see see what was going on. Way back when. Yeah. Wow. So. Man. I don't know. Anything? Anything you two want to say? Uh, no. Uh, um, yeah, I I think I think we pretty much said yeah what uh. How we felt about everything. Like I said, I, th- I for me, I, I think it was pretty spot on. I'm 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 actually shocked how uh, spot on it was. Yeah, I didn't I did not remember that I picked Jeff to win Coach of the Year. I didn't remember that either. I guess it makes sense because I picked them to win it all, and as a first seed. <clears throat> but which makes me question why I didn't pick Radiant for MVP. But whatever. So yeah, Whew. that was that. That was, um, that was the I'd time. Be, I'd be interested to see like uh, a final tally of like things we got right and things we got wrong. I'm telling you, uh, it felt like at least eighty percent. Eighty? You think? Yeah, so? Yeah, from the from. The... I, I think the predictions will drag that number down. Oh, predictions wise, I'm thinking more so like team uh, review wise, but okay. but uh, okay. team review pretty solid. Yeah. <clears throat> 
Like, even down to the points of saying, you know, this team will win if this happens and seeing that it either didn't happen or did happen, you know? Uh, yeah. That was big. Like I said, this is 70 pages of stuff. 70 pages. Like we wrote 70 a pages. small novel. Yeah. We wrote a small novel yeah. <laughs> about the NBA team. Will keeps upping the page by one page every time he says <laughs> it. it. <laughs> I don't know why. It changed to 70. Next, it changed to 70. I swear. We Next wrote yeah. 71 man, pages. Man, don't you remember that 103 <laughs> yeah. word page document we wrote at the beginning of last year? <laughs> All right. Look. What? Oh, oh, it changed because I, I wrote uh, the intro earlier tonight. Oh. I, I I have the podcast intro on the same page as all this. So so the preview itself was 69 pages. A small novel a small of novel. NBA 2K League stuff. And I don't I don't think we messed up that much. Um, although may, maybe, you know, may, maybe others don't see it that way. Let us know hey, what you thought hey, of our predictions. You are more than welcome to critique our predictions. Just post yours. Yeah. Post yours. If you, if you want to go through or this no, entire thing yours. by yourself. Like, fine. Yeah. If you want to go through this entire thing by yourself and be like, more hey, you left out this. I think you were stupid here. Please do that. Well, in a sense. I'd be very I would sense, be happy to see more places where I was stupid. Well, in a, in a yeah. sense, I think that our previews were uh, significantly more vulnerable than you know, like the rankings and type of lists we see. Uh, well, amongst... No one, no one else did this. No one else did. Yeah, this. but I mean, just in you know, as far as like what the what the community is accustomed to and stuff. I think we really, you uh, know, yeah. it's, it's it's so much uh, more vulnerable for someone to look at it and say, "Oh, you said this person was going to be this," and blah blah blah. So, uh, and Josiah brought that up a couple days ago on Twitter, actually, where he's like, "Why don't people actually have like uh, explanation?" for their uh you know uh rankings or whatever it is um it's fun i i i think it's fun doing it that way uh it shows people uh you know that you actually may know more than uh they may think you know just from you saying hey this person's good how about you just explain it so uh, uh i i like it a lot and this counterpoint Les, this if fun. if i put a list out in a graphic I get 80 million engagements because it's in a graphic. Well, well, and I don't have to explain myself. You'll learn that life is about more than engagements. <laughs> well, yeah, because my counter, my, my, well, my my counterpoint to that is, uh, you see, you know, a lot of these guys do it because they want to. Uh, one day be employed by a le- uh, team in the league and you see a person who, get, you know, showed their explanations all throughout the year uh, in Josiah who was just hired by a team. So if it's actually what you're really trying to do and you're trying to show people your well, value. I was I was about to say, how many of those list makers have a league yeah. job and how many of us have a league yeah, job? Yeah, exactly. So there you go. But then again, but how many like of us I said, picked the Knicks to make the playoffs? So Not I. Predictions are not a crapshoot. They are a crapshoot, so they are. We'll pick the jazz. Uh, one, we'll p- one of the best things, one of the best things, is that you learn not to take these things too seriously, and yeah. you get the chance to laugh at stuff like this when you go back. And which is which is why we're doing this. Which is why you do which it. Which is yeah. why we're doing this. And you get to laugh at. We'll pick at the jazz to make the playoffs, as as Len was about to say. Yeah, I. But to be fair, still got more playoff teams. Ready. To be fair, Comp said they didn't have their starters uh, for a majority of the games. For so. half the games, yeah. Yes, a lot of exactly. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wrong lineup. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So 
you know, yeah, you can't, really, yeah, yeah, you can't knock Will for that. that. He thought they would have no. their starters no. for the majority of the game. It basically was a it's right true. pick. It basically it, was it, a right pick. They basically made the playoffs. But you can you, you can know, chalk it up. They could as take away right. those five games where they didn't have their starters to basically yeah. make the playoffs. So. Exactly. Yes, exactly. So, really, I'm always correct as a prediction show. Anyway, like I said, no one else is doing this in the community. I I hate to toot our own horn so much, but like, damn, this was like a lot. This was a lot. This was so much work. I love this, this 120 page preview. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just thinking to myself, even yesterday, like Will coming home from work and reading through it all again to see what we could do on this podcast. And like, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it is a lot of work that gets put into this type of stuff. Yeah, and... it took us weeks to write this. Weeks. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and and now we're here. Just uh, our our goal was to just like just kind of tear apart all our hard work and say, "Wow, we were idiots." Yeah, I was so. an idiot. I'm going to go on the record. I was an idiot. <laughs> You're already employed, so you can say that. You are You are all supposed to say the same thing. You're supposed to back me up there. I I mean, I had, we, Len and I had six out of eight playoff teams. Right? So. <laughs> Josiah well, did not. Will, will not budge on that. I'm not calling myself an idiot. Sorry. I got six out of eight playoff teams. <laughs> <laughs> and coach of the year. I also got coach of the year. And I was closest on rookie of the year. I was closest on MVP. No, you weren't. Yeah, I was. Fab was definitely number two in MVP. I had Radiant. I had, excuse me, I had Mama. Um, no, he's talking about he's talking no, about his runaround no, where he's able to save himself. No. Yeah. No, no, no not in not, not in predict no, not in predictions. Not in predictions I know. In team analysis. In team analysis. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Okay. All right. Well, if we have nothing else to say here, um I hope you guys all enjoyed this episode as I I hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we enjoyed recording it. This was really fun to look back on. Very fun. Very, very um, fun. I, uh, it, it all, it all happened as I envisioned it. I was, it was very interesting to hear what Josiah and Len had to say, uh, in real time reacting to everything we wrote. So, um, that was a lot of fun. Josiah, tell the people, where can they find you in all of your wonderful content? You can find me on Twitter at JosiahCohen13. Uh, you can find me on dimer2k.com. You can find me um, tweeting stuff, and you know we'll get some some Warriors content up soon. So be on the lookout for that. Len, quick question: Is is at Josiah Cohen taken, or what? Like what? what what's the thirteen for? I think it was. Oh, okay. I think it was. I've always had thirteen in my usernames. I think Josiah Cohen Why? Was fully taken. I'd say like 13. 13's a good number. Could you do like your middle initial? Like. No, Josiah. that wouldn't. That wouldn't work. Like Stephen A. Smith, but, but Josiah. Stephen A. Smith? Yeah, because uh, yeah, I try and be so much like Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> yeah. Actually. You could put your name actually, in like all caps and replace the one, or the, replace the I with the one. Right. And put a hashtag in there and 
and an X. Throw a couple X's. Or or the I. X extra Zaya X Cohen. You could put three underscores in your name. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And you'd fit right, right into the NBA 2K League community. Exactly. Because that's really what's marketable. Like, honestly, or, man- managers want to see that you have at least three like, or be exclamation one points. Or be one of eight like million people to have the goat or yes. like hoodie in your name. Or, like, I don't know. What, what else is that? Uh... O's, the O's at the front. Yeah, all the O's. Yes. Oh yes. Um, you you're really yeah, like. Oh, and I need a will clan. the goat. I need a clan. Let's yeah, you need a clan. You're, no one takes you seriously unless you're in a clan, right? So. I want to get into Twitter arguments about YouTube clout every day, so I'm gonna join a clan. Yeah. Um, Jeez. How do we how do we get on this, that Len? Where can the people find you? You can find me Len. on Twitter at Len underscore two K. As they just uh, crap on people who have underscores in their names, but um, <laughs> hey, three. Only, three. <laughs> only only for people with three underscores. Okay, so you get yeah. Mine only has one underscore. So Len underscore two K. Uh, yeah, then you can also find uh, some content uh, by me on Dimer2Gay.com. I know last podcast I said I was working on the um, retention prediction article, but again, I'm not going to release that till official news is uh, uh, announced uh, as far as the rules and regulations of how that will go about this year. Uh, so... Yeah, but uh, be on the lookout for it um, and more stuff this off season. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Will Beverina. That's B E V E R I N A. Uh, follow Dimer at Dimer Two K, Dimer Two K dot com. But if you're listening to this podcast and you don't follow Dimer, then what are you doing? Um, this was fun. Uh, I, I don't know what what our podcasting situation is going to be like this off season. Um, we'll have to see how it works out with, uh, with Josiah. Um, Cause who knows what he's even up to these days. So, well, we just have to schedule um, him because he won't miss him for the world. Yeah. It's true. Um, it's true. We have to go through his agent and then warriors PR. Um, and book him a spot Rich Paul. on this podcast. Rich yeah. Paul. That'd be awesome. Um, yeah. So, well, thanks for listening, everybody. If you made it through this entire podcast, then shout out Bravo the friends of the you, pod. Shout out the official friends sh- of the pod. Shout out to the friends of the pod. Shout out to anyone else who we we have a we have more than a handful. We of people have more than a handful of friends to, of the pod. To to every podcast, and um, you know. We don't get like 800, you know, listens every every time, but you know, we have a uh, we have a strong, strong core of followers, and uh, we always appreciate it. So, thank you for listening. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as we did, and um, we will see you next time. The next time we see you, see you then.